0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Late Afternoon Show. I am your host, Tim Olari, and we have a real-life Super Bowl champion with us today. Former Denver Bronco, Jordan Norwood, is here on the Late Afternoon Show. And not only is he known for his championship on the football field, but he's a community builder. He's an entrepreneur. I mean, this guy is just an all-around Solid guy, and I'm so glad we we're able to connect. If anything that we talk about today resonates with you as meaningful, please consider subscribing, following, downloading an episode, and joining our community on Mr. Meaningfulwork.com. That is Mr Meaningfulwork.com. If you like it, Comment, leave us a review with your thoughts. We would appreciate it, and we will be seeing you. We've got Jordan in the house. Hey, hey, <laughs> boogie, boogie. hey. Hey, hey. Yo, we keep calling it the late afternoon show, but every time I talk to some folks on the East Coast, it looks like nighttime. Now it's looking like a late night show. What time is it over where you're at, man? It's uh, We're getting to 6 p.m. here. I'm in the basement, though, hiding from my kids. So uh... <laughs> You're in the basement hiding from the kids. I am in the shed hiding from the kids. <laughs> I guess nobody ever told us that parenthood is just right. hiding from your kids. <laughs> right? That is all... It is. I know Megan knows what I'm talking about. I know she has an 11 year old, and she's probably not hiding from him right now. But um, that is what it is. How are you feeling, man? Oh, I'm doing
1: great, brother. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be chatting with you. That's
0: what's up. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, Megan, we fixed the audio. We're just um, we're getting everything settled. Jordan Norwood is here with us. Uh, uh, for folks who don't know, um, I used to be in Denver, and I've have, I have lived a lot of different places. And when folks tell me like, you know, where, where is home? Like, where's a place that you call home? Um, Denver was probably the place that I lived at the longest. And it was my absolute favorite place to live. I love the mountains. I love the air. I love the people. Um, And it just so happened that they were Super Bowl winners as well. So I don't know if it was just me being in Denver that brought them that luck. Um, (laughs) But something about, uh, Denver is just eclectic. What are some of the things that you like about Denver, Jordan?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said the air. There's just, I mean, there's just something when you get off the plane coming flying back into uh Denver International Airport and you just get off and you just take that deep breath. Yeah. And um, there's some crisp air out here. It's crisp. Like mountain.
0: It's like drinking mountain water. Right. Like you get it's a different type, especially coming from like LA or Atlanta, where it's like super smoggy and 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 thick out there and you come out you get that crisp mountain air yeah um you being in football I mean did folks have a hard time coming and breathing that thin mile high air was that a problem
1: oh oh definitely um I mean it was it was tough for opponents to come in and play and um and it also made it a lot easier when we went down to sea level and and play felt like we could run forever
0: Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, Jordan, so talk to us a little bit about your journey. For folks that don't know, Jordan has had an incredible um, athletic journey um, in sports and in some of the things that he's doing now. So um, if you were on the Instagram, um, (laughs) thin air gives you a high for sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And if you are on our Instagram journey, you may have heard it. But for those that have not heard it, Jordan, tell us a little bit about um where you started off um and and how that led you to 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 that big ring
1: uh yeah man i'll, I'll try to uh keep it under 2 hours here but...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we appreciate you Right. um no but i i mean i've been playing uh playing football my whole life i mean um my dad's a college football coach so i grew up around the game bounced around different colleges uh with my dad and just um you know, connected to the game at a young age. So uh, it's, always, it's always been in the family. And uh, for me, I went to Penn State University, uh, played all four years of football there, played a year of basketball too, actually. Um, but when it was time to come out of college into the NFL, um, I was anticipating getting drafted and I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I went undrafted. I, I signed as a free agent with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I ended up getting cut there my first year. Uh, during training camp and, and then signed to the practice squad with the Eagles uh, and did my rookie year um, with the Eagles on the practice squad and got cut in Philadelphia the next year and, and got signed back to Cleveland and uh, played a couple years there before I got uh, put on IR uh, for getting injured and then got, got cut the next year. Um, so I'm I'm basically that's that's the gist of my story is getting cut. Um, getting cut and and getting re-signed by another team. So uh, finally in 2014, I ended up out here in Denver. Um, And, you know, I I was playing pretty well, uh, looking like I was going to make the team that year in 2014, then ended up tearing my ACL uh, and being out for the year uh, there in 2014. And uh, fortunately I was able to get healthy there, um, you know, go through the rehab process and come back in 2015 and actually start uh, start as a third wide receiver for the team uh, for the Broncos that year in 2015 and uh, end up going to the Super Bowl that year. And, um, I mean, wasn't even the starting punt return, but ended up returning a punt for a sole record in the game. Uh, you know, really it's a whirlwind of uh, ups and downs throughout my career and, um, you know, probably a little um, microcosm of life for me, too. But. Um, just ups, ups and downs, and uh, celebrating, and and uh, and all that,
0: dude. So, I mean, we have, I mean, we've all saw. You, you see the Super Bowl win, you see the joy, you see the, um, I mean, this last one, you got folks like literally the trophy from from car to car. Um, what is that? What th- does that change your life? Like when you when you achieve that, like when you get to a championship, you've been working your whole life, your whole career, you know, trying to get to this championship, trying to get to this win. um, Does that actually change your life? Like what happens when you win a championship like that?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was, I would say that things definitely, you know, change a a little bit. Um, I mean, even, even as a high schooler, um, I mean, we went to the state championship in basketball, my my junior year of high school and won and won the, won the state championship there in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um and you know that that changed some things. That was my high school's first state to state championship in basketball. And yeah. Um so you know, I can I can go back to um my high school there in Pennsylvania and um, you know, interact with people in a certain way because I was on that two thousand mm-hmm. high school state championship team. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something cool that happens, um, in sports that, um, that, you know, success in sports gives you opportunities to interact with people that maybe you wouldn't have, uh, otherwise interacted with. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's part of the reason why I stayed here in Denver, uh, maybe is because, um, <laughs> you know, you guys- you, you, you've got a good reputation. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if I go to Applebee's and I want a free appetizer, I'm going to wear my Super Bowl robe. I mean, I mean, the perks,
0: the perks, man, that is, that is not a negative. And so did you, so after the, after you had that win, I know there's folks that pursue that. It's like, okay, championship, the next one, the next one, the next one. Um, I think Tom Brady says, you know, the, the question is like, which one's your favorite ring? He says the next one. Um, and so when about that pursuit, um, did that change for you or it's like, yo, I, I don't want to pursue these, you know, football as a as a championship anymore um, or as an ultimate goal. I want to
1: transition. Like what where did that change happen for you? Um, you know, I, I think for me, I mean, football is interesting also because it's, it's obviously one of the biggest team sports. I mean, you got 22 guys on the field at a time and and I'm 5'10", 170 pounds playing right next to a guy that's 6'7". 300 pounds were playing the same sport um, on the field at the same time. So I I think it's a little unique as far as the pursuit of um, championships. And um, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of moving pieces. So there's there's a lot that needs to happen for you to win a championship. Um, And I say that to say that I was probably on on my way out of um, the NFL probably there that the year we won the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh just physically um the mental demands. Yeah. Um, I had a growing growing family myself. Yeah. Uh, we already have one and we had um, uh, we're working we were working on another one so. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I was kind of mentally on on my way out the door as far as playing um in the NFL goes and and having the bandwidth to really see that next championship and be a part of a team and yeah. be able to have somebody look next to me and, and them count on me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't about to let anybody count on me in, in that yeah. situation anymore. I, I was, I was past yeah. it. So.
0: Yeah. So it's like you had an endurity and endurity and endurity of come back and keep coming back. And then you had, you had won, like your triumph, you had got to that level, but it seems like you also knew your limits. You knew your physical limits. You knew your mental limits, your, you know, you know, family, um, and knew that it was a time, um, a time to change, which I think is an important point because some folks aren't self-aware, right? They don't know what their limits are, they don't know when to stop, um, when to pivot, um, and 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 move into something else. Um, so, Megan actually segues into my perfect, to, into my next question, which is: So you you've you've moved on from football. So what what was the next thing? What happened after that? What are you doing
1: now? Yeah, so I think part of my um, my transition out of football and and what made it a little easier is that um, I mean God really showed me some things that I were pa- I was passionate about outside of football, and um, so there my last two years here in Denver, uh, my wife bought me a camera, and I I started picking up a uh, picking up photography, and exactly. so I was the guy you probably see pictures every once in a while on away games of all the, all the guys like in their nice suits. all you know, show, showing people yeah. up Yeah, in front of the plane. Yeah. Um, that was you? No. See, I was the oh. guy. That always, I always brought my camera. Yeah. And, and so guys would be like, Hey, Jay Wood, can you come take a picture of me real quick? Yeah. And so, so, so anyways, I was kind of transitioning there while I was still playing. Yeah. Um, and I, so I was, so anyways I'm I'm got into photography uh, there since I since I retired in 2016 my wife and I shoot photo and video um, I'm an entrepreneur and started a few businesses that nice. um, kind of branch off of some things I was into in the NFL yeah the holistic wellness company um, and then we do some my wife and I do some real estate here in Denver also nice nice so you were able to um
0: you were able to make that pivot. Um, And we've talked we talk about pivoting a lot of on this show um, as it relates to meaningful work and how folks um, need to, you know, oftentimes uh, you need to change. But how do you determine where to change and like what to change into? Um, We had an event last week um, celebrating one year of meaningful work. And one of the conversations on pivoting was, you know, when you pivot like a company, like when a company pivots, the things that they think about is is this new area um, sustainable long term, right? Like this is something that's going to be the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years or so, or um, is it something that we can diversify? Maybe it's a new product or a new category um, or something that we're able to um, expand ourselves. So it seems like for you, when you looked at, you know, Football and you know some of the other things that you are pass- passionate about, that your family's passionate about, that you're already getting interest and in, um, traction on, that that the, it was easier to make that pivot because from a longevity standpoint or from a passion standpoint, that would outlive um, what you'd be
1: able to do in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, along with that, I think that. There, I mean, in terms of pivoting, and even if you're pivoting within your own career or own industry, if you're if you're sticking with the same industry, just pivoting, I mean, there's a um, there's a piece of humility that comes with it. You need you need to be humble enough to know that what you're doing uh, might not have the longevity, or there might be a better way to do it. Um, and I think that the other piece that I really jumped into with photography was the humility in, in educating yourself uh, yeah. so I mean, obviously I was just picking up a camera, so I had to take classes and yeah uh, watch YouTube all day long and read books and mm-hmm. all that and, and figure out how to do it. Um, and so I think I mean I think if if you're continuing your education and continuing to uh, to learn even again, even if it's within your own industry. Yeah. I think it'll be easier then to know when you when you ought to pivot. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're just stuck in your ways and not really listening to any, any of the new 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 that's going on. Yeah. Then, um, then yeah, you're probably not going to be ready to pivot. Yeah. You got to be able to learn. I think that that learning piece is
0: is is crucial. And so I want to actually transition into something, Jordan. So um, we normally have like a game or a little segue or something different that we do on the show. Um, And I literally just thought about this right now. I was going to go in another direction, but now that I'm thinking about it, um, I want you, if you can, I am new to the iPhone, all right? And I've always heard that the iPhone is like this great and wondrous photography studio that, you know, you can, it's just the best photography hack. So for any of our viewers that are on here, and for me especially, are there any tips and tricks, any hacks that you can give us? from an iPhone photography perspective, that we can fake it as a professional photographer?
1: Yeah, I think as, as far as photography goes, whether it's a, a camera or an iPhone or, um, you know, a Polaroid, I mean, I think I think there's two things that I really enjoy including in, in my photos, and that's um, just framing, whether it's uh, kind of geometrical framing, symmetry, uh, things like that. Um, always look nice in photos. I mean, framing
0: meaning like where you put
1: the where you put the subject like in the box. Where you put the subject in the box. Where you put the foreground as a, as opposed to the background. If there's straight lines in the picture somewhere, if, whether it's a fence or at the top of a, a building, making sure those are perfectly straight. Uh, things like that go go a long way. So I, I would say geometry and shadows. If, if you can get some, some dramatic shadows in pictures, just look for shadows. And look
0: for shadows, like your own shadow or just like even the structures
1: or anything like that? Structures, um, probably not your own shadow, though that could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, shadows and, uh, and, and geometry there. So if I'm in this picture right here, so we got these
0: lines in the back, is there any, like if you were to take a picture of me, in this studio with these lines in the back what would be the first thing that you would look at uh,
1: for me i would probably put your back directly on one of those walls oh so actually like lean up against the wall well, not on it but square with it so you're okay uh parallel with the wall and okay and so the lines are going straight up behind you okay and, and probably just off off center you a little bit and boom so not so you wouldn't be directly in the
0: middle, off a little bit, flush to the backs so of the lines, are like right behind, and then anything by way of lighting?
1: Uh, so for people, you usually you usually want soft light on their faces. Um, or if they're out in the sun, you would want the sun behind them rather than in front of them. Oh, um, you want the sun behind them? Yeah, and, and you want that because you don't want... Um, so let's see, I have a light right here, and if I put my... Brim down just a little bit. Now I have a huge shadow over my eye. Yeah. And if I'm up to if I'm too far, let's see this way. Yeah. Yeah. A shadow a shadow right here under my nose doesn't really look that cool. You just get funky shadows. Yeah. If you're directly in the light. So. Um, so, yeah. So there's a difference between shooting a building and shooting an individual um, yeah. just because shadows on people's faces. Like under their nose, you get a, you'll get a shadow if the sun's right above you. Oh, that's true. Or under your eyes and stuff. Man, right. I could okay. I, I can I
0: bought my wife a camera because we were gonna start taking more pictures of our kids. And as soon as I opened that thing up and I saw all the buttons, I just I just lost. It's like, okay, I don't know, mm-hmm. like ISD and like the, the flash rate of the exposure rate. I was just like, Okay, this is too much. Yeah. I just want to point point at you <laughs> and get some crisp pictures that we can blow yeah. up.
1: Put that thing on auto, man
0: exactly um megan is asking do you have a favorite artist or portrait photographer somebody that you get inspiration from or look up to
1: you know lately i've been i've been into uh just shooting headshots um and and trying to get into more commercial work there's a guy named sham uh that i follow on on instagram i don't even know what his last name is but First name basis, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's incredible. Uh, yep. Peter Finley is, is an awesome headshot photographer that I uh, that I keep up with on on social media. Also, that's awesome. Well, thank you for those pointers. Thank you for those
0: pointers. Um, so I want to transition into the idea of of meaningful work. Um, first of all, if you can tell us what is something that you're doing right now that you are super excited about, what's a activity, a project. Um, that you are
1: doing right now that you're super excited about? Uh, well, I've been I've been on the board of a nonprofit here in Denver for uh, about a year and a half now. It's called the Denver Dream Center. And it's an organization that I've been working with for the past five, six years, volunteering with and, um, you know, just interacting with uh, through their programs. But um, but, yeah, I'm super, super excited for them as a, as an organization. Um they're they're raising some big money this year to purchase to, um, uh, a campus here in Denver, which will basically what they do is they find needs in the city and meet them um whether that whether that's homelessness, mental illness, whether that's um, poverty low income neighborhoods, um they'd work a lot with uh, reentry guys that are coming out of guys and girls that yeah. are coming out of prison and um, yeah. you know transitioning them back into the workforce. Uh, in yeah. a healthy way and sticking with them, um, you know, throughout that. And, you know, I'm I'm just excited for where they're going, yeah. um, where we're going, because uh, I'm a part of the team there, where we're going uh, this year in 2021. Yeah. Uh, there's been a huge uptick uh, here in Denver, uh, definitely, but I'm sure in, in, in most major cities there's been uptick um, in gang violence, in homelessness, mm. um, in, in mental illness cases, and, Along with that, there's police reform going on in almost every single city. Mm. Um, so so figuring out what that looks like and um, just just knowing that Denver Dream, the Denver Dream Center has so many resources that can fit, fit that um, kind of need, um, especially for the people who are, you know, calling for uh, different things with the police force. And, yeah. and, you know, when there's mental health issues, um, places like the Dream Center can be can be the call that's made um to to intervene. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean there's there's a lot there. I mean and yeah. So. And that guy, I know uh when I was out there, Pastor B, yeah.
0: I mean, probably one of the most in I mean we talk about like the ministry of Jesus and you talk about like going out in the highways and byways, like there are very few leaders like you know, like Pastor B, who is out there, like pulling people. I mean, yeah. going out, pulling them out of their house, giving them food, employing them. You know, connecting them with their kids. You know, connecting them with job opportunities, involving them in the program, and really, just really, and then a little bit of a little bit of preaching. Like mm-hmm. there's like just a, <laughs> just a, a sprinkling of preaching, but they really connect with you know with love and community in a very very practical way. And I know. Um, you know, they have uh they, I mean, they're tied in with the mayor, obviously, with, you know, you know, sports folks like you guys. Um, so so that's what's up. That is that is that is some impactful work. Um, how would you how would you define meaningful work and how would you
1: um, apply it to to some of the stuff that you're doing? I would define meaningful work by. The fruit of your labor, the fruit of your impact. So, um, if, if what you have going on isn't producing any, any good fruit, hmm. um, or is, is maybe in turn it's sending that people down the wrong road. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I would, I don't know, I would take a look at, at what you're doing. I mean, what, what are people doing that are affected by your words and actions? And, um, so I think that meaningful work, is is work that's causing people to be inspired mm. uh, that's causing people to have hope when they're hopeless um and i mean really i think it's shown through through loving on people um whether that's going to a park like we do with the Denver dream center and and picking up a football and tossing it around for 30 minutes yeah with a kid that um you know might um, might not have anybody to throw that football with on, um, on, on a regular basis True. Um, or what, or what have you. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that meaningful work comes with, um, impacting other people's lives for the better. Yeah. I like that. I like that.
0: Um, and, and Jordan, how can, how can people support what you're doing? So, I mean, you do a photography. It sounds like you and you also have um the is it was it mag is it just called magic or magic wellness or what's yeah. what's the uh what's the product that you guys do that folks
1: can can tap into? Uh yeah, I think I think a great place, I mean, to support what I have going on is is the easy follow on Instagram. Um so uh my Instagram is Jordan Orwood, uh Jordan Norwood, except there's only one N in in the middle there. Yeah. Um so Jordan Orwood, uh, that Magic Wellness is a holistic wellness company that um, I started about two a year and a half ago. Uh, and Magic is spelled with a J. Magic with a J. Magic Wellness. That's the Instagram handle. Um, yeah. And Magic is an acronym actually for Muscle and Joint Inflammation Cream, uh, which is I did first not know system. that until right now. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the, the kind of the flagship product for us is a, a topical ointment that I was using after I tore my ACL in 2014. Um, my chiropractor put me on this hemp bomb yeah. basically. And, you know, I kind of fell in love with it. Um, yeah. yeah. That's magic wellness. Uh, my personal Instagram. Norwood dot photo f o t o on the photo. I'm I just realized that I spell everything just a little bit off. <laughs> <laughs> so you
0: always got to give that little explanation.
1: Right. Yeah, it's a, just a little explanation, but so it's yeah. Norwood dot photo f o t o. Nice. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. We can check. We can yeah. check some of those. Uh, check some of those products out. So we see the pictures we can see. And I think on your Instagram, you your you um, you have some of the work that you're doing with the Jennifer Dream Center mm-hmm. um, on there as well. And obviously the, the magic wellness <clears throat> company there. So um, guys, we are super excited. I mean, Jordan spent some time with us, you know, I know he has to hop out, um, but he has been a champion um, in the traditional sense by way of beasting through adversities um, and and being able to get that prize in sports. But we can see that he continues to be a champion um, in his family and how he switched his focus and priority from, from the game to some of his passions and to, you know, raising that family um, and being a champion for the community, you know, through the Denver Dream Center um, and the work that they're doing to impact lives in a practical way um, and in wellness, right? So bringing relief um, and help, you know, to different folks. And like he said... Uh, uh, meaningful work is the fruit, right? The impact, the the value that you are, you know, putting in people's lives, um, and making sure that there are the that the results are positive, that they're not moving, you know, in the opposite or negative direction, you no, know, in that. Um, so with that, guys, we appreciate you, Megan. Thank you so much for putting all the content in the chat for folks that want to check it out. So we got the Denver Dream Center, we got um the photo, we got his Instagram. Um, all of that stuff in there. Uh, We'll do a quick recap of today's show uh, tomorrow. You guys can connect with Jordan on there, Um, but we are about to uh, sign out for today. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week for another edition of the late afternoon show. Love, peace and chicken grease guys. (laughs) See you later. Thanks, man.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Late Afternoon Show. Hey, if this episode resonated as meaningful for you, please consider subscribing, downloading the episode, liking it, sharing it with somebody that you think would find it valuable. And if you have any thoughts or ideas on people that we can talk to or subjects we can cover, shoot me an email. My email is Tim at Mr Again, that is Tim at Mr Again, thank you so much and we'll see you on another edition of the late afternoon show. brown eyes